Are you telling me this is the one and only time all year you've flown down this road in this fine piece of machinery and created a sonic boom? Annabelle sighed deeply and looked around the interior of her car, caressing the leather of the steering wheel. She is a beauty, isn't she? she asked, returning her gaze to Duncan's face. Duncan couldn't help it. He stared directly into Annabelle's eyes and told the truth. Never seen anything prettier. Annabelle ducked her head shyly and bit her lip. With her pale skin, rosy cheeks, pearl-stud earrings, and rose-scented perfume, she was the epitome of ladylike grace. Duncan felt the urge to pull off his glove and tangle his hand in all that red hair. From there, it was easy to imagine tilting her head and bringing her lips up to meet his. Whoa, head in the game, man. A bit of panic floated around his chest. With thoughts like that, this bet was going to go south on him fast. He looked back toward Brooks in an effort to fight the distraction caused by the dichotomy of the seriously pimped-out muscle car and the elegant, astute southern bell sitting behind the wheel. He cleared his throat, stood up straight, and got back to business. Your seatbelt is fastened, he noted. The car is obviously in good condition. Is there any sort of emergency I need to know about? Annabelle stuttered. You mean, other than my daddy? License and registration, please. Seriously? Annabelle had the audacity to look appalled. Miss Devine, it's noon. Your father's party starts at what time? Eight o'clock? I'm afraid that does not constitute an emergency. He loved how she hesitated just a moment before leaning over and opening her glove compartment. Clearly, capitulating was not sitting well with her. He almost had to smile, deducing she was too well brought up to put up much more of a fight when she was so clearly in the wrong. He watched the cascade of red hair fall over her shoulder and how she tucked it behind her ear as she daintily handed him a small leather portfolio. She glanced up at him briefly, then back to the portfolio. Everything should be in order. Thank you. I'm going to put your information into our computer to see just how many social chats you've had over the last year. Is this really necessary? she asked meekly. Obviously, the fear of a big, fat speeding ticket was finally seeping in. Just sit tight. I'll be back in a couple of minutes and get you on your way to Daddy. With a distraught little pout, Annabelle said in a small voice, I appreciate that, officer. Duncan's heart twisted. He'd never felt more like a bully. He tapped her portfolio against his other glove, standing there on the brink teetering. The only sound registering was that of his heart pounding in his ears. Finally, he turned toward Brooks and the patrol car, issuing orders to his legs. Right, left, right, left. That's it. Keep going. All the way back to safety. He didn't trust himself around pretty, pouty baby Annabelle for one more minute. He opened the door and launched himself inside. How'd it go? Brooks asked. Duncan turned his entire body to face his so-called friend. You have got to be kidding me, he launched. Hot? A hottie? That's how you describe a work of art?
A work of what? You're an idiot, you know that? You and Vance. You two had me thinking Annabelle Devine was a, I don't know. The kind of girl Vance likes to pick up late at night at Spanky's. That girl, he said, pointing out the windshield. That girl is drop-dead gorgeous. The quintessential Southern Belle. She's charming. She's witty. My God, she's just as well-bred as she can be, physically, socially, and mentally. Brooks started to talk, but choked on his own words as he heard the last part of Duncan's tirade. Sputtering, he coughed out, What the hell did you just say? She's the one. She's the one I'm going to marry.